This, this, this is the Cigar Authority. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. The authority on everything cigar. Respect my authority. Who got the lighter? In and out of the cigar industry with your hosts, David Garofalo. I'm here from downtown. I'm here from Mitch and Murray. And I'm here on a mission of mercy. Mr. Jonathan. He's confident, smart, witty, dynamic, a monster. And Chuck Morrison. This is a hard job, so I was working at McDonald's. It's time to light him up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. It's the Catalina f- wine mixer. It's about to get all stupid up in here! <laughs> Saturday, June 8th, 2013. Uh, it's really Friday, and we're uh, broadcasting live from the CANH Golf Tournament at Amherst Country Club in Amherst, New Hampshire. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. This week, uh, we look into the, the asylum. Old Far Freddy joins us. We get debonair with Chuck Morrison. This American classic day in history, and uh, we're, we're doing a uh, golf tournament. This is the second annual golf tournament from uh, the Cigar Association of New Hampshire, an organization that was put together some years ago from all the retailers in New Hampshire or from a good handful of good retailers in New Hampshire that got together to try to combat uh, taxation and uh, litigation against us, our rights and privileges to smoke premium cigars. And uh, what we need is uh, money to help that organization uh, continue to grow. And um, a big uh, part of that is the golf tournament. And we have uh, 21 cigar manufacturers that joined us. 21 out of 21 asked. That's right. And uh, that says a lot about our industry and um, the, uh, the the great retailers that got together for this. And not only these 18 holes, but there's other places you get cigars. And uh, it's a who's who here uh, at the Cigar Association of New Hampshire's second annual golf tournament last year. Picturesque. The most beautiful day. It couldn't have been better. This year. The we, worst day. <laughs> this is the worst day of I don't the know. summer, period. Uh, so far. So uh, it's raining out. but uh, the, the rain the, held off right until it was time to start. Well, it's registration then, right now, and uh, they're going to start in about 45 minutes. So we can see uh, 30 minutes. About 30 minutes will be a gunshot. So don't be nervous if you hear a gunshot. But uh, that, Well, we're in New Hampshire. That doesn't make me nervous. Yeah. <laughs> if, I was, if I was in Haverhill. Massachusetts, and I heard a gunshot. That would make me nervous. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Amherst Country Club, it was very nice of them to uh, allow us to have this uh, about 150 golfers or so. Everybody's getting 21 cigars. So it's going to be a smoke cloud that's going to happen here no matter what. Uh, We know that the... um, Cigar people are going to put their cigars in ashtrays, and they're not going to make a mess of the course because that's how cigar people are. They're gentlemen. They're, they're debonair. debonair. They're debonair. This is Ian Hurst Country Club, which is uh, Southern's New England's finest 18-hole facility. Comes uh, uh, experience in different uh, public golf courses. This is the one with 18 holes of beautiful golf surrounded by the Sargon River. Yeah, it beats so, the hell out of me. So yeah. Hegan. So Hegan, the river, and offers the right amount of forgiveness. I'm not a golfer myself, but I know last year everybody said the golf course was wonderful. Uh, they've been offering public golf here at uh, Amherst Country Club since 1965. From the longest tee, it offers 6,520 yards of golf for a par 72. For you golfers, that means something to you. Uh course was what? designed by Bob Currier, uh, as I say, in 1965. What are you saying? All I know is that right now, under the tent that we're set up in, we have the Gordon's Fisherman and yes. we have Happy Gilmore. I went at with the, the same ha- time. I went with Happy Gilmore. I got the uh, the um, hockey shirt, Bruins like hockey shirt, 
And that is... Uh, They're going to throw you out. You're not allowed to wear jeans on the golf course. Who said that? That's the rules. It's a gentleman's I, thing. I did the hockey. Uh, the um, You got the Bruins. Golf. Gentlemen you only. Watched Happy ladies Gilmore. Forbidden. I watched Happy Gilmore, and the Bruins are, are going to be in the Stanley Cup. So... Uh, it's, you know, I'm trying to kill a couple birds with one stone. We do have the Gordon's Fisherman here. Yeah, very remarkable. Uh, dressed from head to toe in yellow. He's just missing the hat. Uh, this course is rated 70.6 with slopes of 1, 2, 3. Does that mean anything to you? I don't know what I, that I, means. I, I got some different things here. Uh, daily golf open to the public here at Amherst Country Club. Putting green, chipping area, practice bunker, food and beverage available. You can attest to that. I can. The food was fantastic, and they were open early. Yeah, beautiful. Early. I got here at about 5.30 a.m. I was really early. I was first, but you were second. I was second. That's number one loser, right? Yeah, first loser. Yeah, uh, there was uh, there was absolutely nobody else here, even the guys that do the greens. Right. There, was, <laughs> there was no sun to be had. It's not like we beat the sunrise. Well, anyway, and uh, we're up to our third person walking up to check in with us. Don't yeah. we look like a freaking radio show? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't it look it like there's something just, going just on over thing here on. other than the intro music being started and everything? In. I think Chuck, you you have the music. The, the audio too low out there, and they don't realize something's going on. That's you know why. why it I was a little it. low to begin over on the PA. Yeah, that does why, sound like it's picked up. That's a bit. why they're coming right over to us and asking us. Uh, yeah, yeah what, I'd what, like what, to check in. We are really, <laughs> really, okay. Well, they're checking in over at that table over there where Don DeCapit, the uh, former Toro Fuente J.C. Newman rep, retired. I was going to say late great because he's dead to the cigar world, but really it turns out he isn't. Forget it. He is starting trouble in Florida that he couldn't wait to tell us. He's not starting trouble. He is taking (laughs) care of business down in Florida. And... um, He's, he's taking it with him, and he comes back for this because he was one of the first guys to, to organize this thing. He, he didn't miss meetings. He uh, stood on Capitol Hill, man. I mean, I, I can't say enough about the guy. And um, good retired, guy. and he said, can I still be part of the CANH? And I How said, of not, course. How could you not let him? Of course. It's unbelievable. Uh, Hopefully we can get him on to have him tell us a story about how they tried banning smoking around the pool. In his community. That's right. And uh, Balboca Vista. He, he went all up I in arms. I believe that was the Balboca Vista from Seinfeld. <laughs> uh, let's light up. Let's light up a cigar. Right, well, we'll, why don't you light up first? Okay. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my little thing here, telling people that they're listening to the Cigar Authority so they can stop trying to check in with us. The only syndicated radio show in New England, the U.S., and yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. This week, from the CANH Golf Tournament in the Amherst Country Club in Amherst, New Hampshire. We are the only radio show that doesn't just allow smoking. We demand, we insist that you smoke along with us. You can catch us on one of the seven syndicated radio stations currently picking us up live, or pre-recorded in this case, uh, or you can visit us right on thecigarauthority.com and watch the show and see exactly what we've got going on, which today... The camera doesn't do justice to what's really happening. On the camera, it looks like it's bright and shiny, sunny beside us, and it's raining. Well, my back is getting wet, so <laughs> it is. <laughs> uh, we are lighting up um, a, a very uh, new and limited cigar out there. I thought it was very apropos to light the cigar today. This is the Davidoff Masters Edition Clubhouse Toro. And uh, the, the top of the box... Uh, looks like a golf ball rolled across it. it feels like a golf ball rolled yep. across it. It is, um, you know, a, a white, glossy uh, wood box. 
and um, they made the indentions on it that a golf ball rolled across of it, and also in the outside box of it. Also says on here, number 112 of 7,000. This is a limited edition uh, put out by Davidoff that is just hitting the the, uh, the market right now, and it has uh, only 7,000 boxes of 10. That's 70,000 cigars. That's it. Uh, as it is a Davidoff, it does have a pri- high price tag of twenty seven ninety nine. It certainly does. Now, another sort of kick in the nuts for us today is that we picked this lighter specifically. We've been talking about it, how you can see it. In the sunlight, when there's green, yeah, and yeah. there's blue yeah. in the sky, and it doesn't matter what lighter you use today, you can't miss the flame because it's not bright and sunny out. The greens are green, though, man. The the, this is green. a well-manicured facility. They have it going on. It's a nice course. So the lighter he's talking about is the Vertigo Injector. And uh, it's a big tank. It has a big bubble in the front of it where it shows you the... Uh, the amount of fuel that you have in it, it holds a ton of fuel. But as uh, Jonathan said, as you hold the button down, the flame turns red. And it's a giant, um, is this a four burner? Yes, it is. Uh, four jet burner and windproof. Windproof four burner lighter from Vertigo uh, called the Injector. The amazing price is twenty seven ninety nine. Actually, isn't that interesting? It's the same price as the cigar. That is interesting. Hmm. But you... The cigar is going to be gone in an hour, and the lighter will be with you forever. <laughs> we hope. We but, certainly um, hope. Anyway, uh, yeah. This is you... no Toro, by the way. It says Clubhouse Toro. This is almost a Churchill size. It's, it's, uh, what do we have for sizes? It on feels like it's much longer than a Toro. This is almost seven inches. You think I'd have everything in the... It's so much nicer when we are operating not outdoors, uh, yeah, this is not the ideal situation. It is not. And we struggle as it is being on location, and we're like on location-er, yeah, <laughs> which is more out- on location this week. Outdoors is tough. Uh, mass edition, six and a quarter by 52 ring gauge. Six and a quarter, which is, yeah, it's a little bit bigger than a Toro, which is, I would say a Toro is six inches. Uh, by the way, I didn't even mention on the on the uh, base of um, the lighter we have here, the Vertigo Injector, is a bullet cutter that built out. And, of course, I did not bring a cutter with me. I'm not in my cigar store. So uh, you did bring one. You were smart enough to do it. But I used a bullet cutter on this. So nice. we'll let them try it. I can always add to it if I want to and, and cut uh, over that well, cause if that's I want your, to. That's your cutter right there. Uh, the Davidoff Massive Edition 2013 Clubhouse Toro is a limited edition cigar. Now on cigar shelves. Um, it measures six and a quarter by 52, has a three-year-old wrapper from the Yamastron region of the Dominican Republic, an Ecuador binder classified as the 702. Those that are into uh, Davidoff's, uh, remember the Davidoff 702 from years ago, and a uh, filler blend from Dominican uh, Peloto and San Vincentes. Um, Davidoff said this in their press release, the limited editions are like a playground for our master blenders who are free to use very rare, special, and aged tobacco to create unrepeatable blends. So this is not going to be repeated. This is a one-and-done cigar, only 7,000 boxes of 10. So that's only 70,000 single cigars that are going to be produced. In the world of cigars, 70,000 really is a drop in the bucket. And I'm sorry, 2190. I said 27, it's 21 for the cigar, it's 27 for the lighter. So uh, there we go. Are you sure? Yes. We have it written down here. So therefore, I don't, think, I don't think you wrote it down right because I believe when I priced the cigar, 
in our system, it was $27. Really? Yeah, so I think you wrote it, you said it right originally. Said it right and wrote it wrong? Yeah. Could be possibly true. So, who is representing the Cigar Association in New Hampshire? And I know people listen from other states to the, to the show. And uh, if you're a cigar retailer out there and you don't belong to a state organization, it's very, very important you, for you to do so. Listen, you guys are in it together in your state. You're in it together. The battle is not with you and the guy who has another cigar shop down the street. You yeah. guys really should be friends. Right. Be friends because you guys can talk shop together. It's very, very important. Uh, it, it, it's the government that's trying to squeeze you out. Uh, and Mail order trying to squeeze you yeah. out. There's, there's so many wars you need to fight. Uh, the guy down the street is not the war you need to, to battle. Uh, I mean, you me. and the Gordon's Fisherman hugged each other. That's he owns it. a cigar shop in the state of New Hampshire. Well, the Gordon's Fisherman was Eric Kilbane. He's Castro's back room, and he has three locations here in New Hampshire, and he's here with us in a big part of the Cigar Association uh, of New Hampshire. I haven't seen yet Rick Gadway, which is Top Shelf Cigar. He's here somewhere. Uh, Joe Carrillo, Tobacco Haven, uh, he kind of really helped us put this organization together. Unfortunately, he had... Uh, the golf tournament. He helped put the golf, golf tournament, tournament together. together, yeah. And he had some place to be today, and he wasn't able to uh, come here. We have uh, Kurt Kendall from Twin Smoke Shops. He also is the owner of uh, 724 uh, yeah. Cigar Brand. He's out here. Is he here today? I don't think he's here no, today. No, he wasn't able to come either. Um, and representing Two Guys Smoke Shop is uh, Ed Santa Maria and Mr. Jonathan and myself. And, and, uh, and our, our good friend Eric over there. And Eric. Eric's here. That's right. So uh, that's um, the, the makeup of who's here from uh, or representing Cigar Association in New Hampshire. If you're a New Hampshire retailer listening to the show, uh, please be part of this organization. Uh, yes, we are doing it for you. Yes, we golf in the rain. Yes, we do what we have to do. But you know what? It's so much easier to be part of an organization and help us out and push that um, uh, tough thing that we're, we're fighting with up a hill, and it helps if there's another person you know pushing what? along with us. There's a, there's a lot of people in the government that don't know how bad we have it. They don't know what they're doing to us yeah. when they write the We're laws. We're an easy target. The cigar industry is an easy target because there's not many of us. And there's people with disposable income. They just assume that there's plenty of money in there for everybody, and they go after it. They don't know what they're doing. And organizations like the CANH help educate the people in office yes. and teach them what they would be doing if these laws were to go into effect. And this is, this is what we're hoping for. Yeah. There, there is, uh, this state is a non-tax state on premium cigars. Johan right there. We're there getting we him on the show again this year. Um, it's a non-tax state in New Hampshire. That is not because uh, we're lucky. No. Um, you only have three states left. Uh, New Hampshire is one of them. You have Pennsylvania and you have Florida. And it's I know there's, there, Charlie. there's strong organizations in each one of those states. That's what it is. And the, the states that have weak organizations are the highest tax states because there's nobody helping them along and fighting and, and working at it. Maybe towards the very end, you, you know, uh, some states that have t- high tax states have finally organized. Maybe a little too late. It might be. So if you're one of those lucky states that maybe have, have a, um, a small 50-cent cap in your state or your tax is, is pretty low still and you're comfortable with that, don't be comfortable. Don't be comfortable because they're going to come at you. They're going to come after you hard, and they're going to end up taxing you even more. You better be organized. You better get together. Um, Seek out some help with the IPCPR, the International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers. They'll help you organize a group like the CANH. 
Uh, by all means, uh, if you're a retailer and you want to organize something like that in your state, I'd be happy to help you. Absolutely. Contact me through the Cigar Authority and say, how do I do this? What do I what do I do to do this? Uh, is it easy? No, it's not easy. It's work. It's time. It's effort. But but you know what? It, it's going to change um, your state organization. The organization is going to make you a better retailer. It's going to inform, as uh, Jonathan said, it's going to inform um, the legislator um, the real story, not just the story that they hear out there. But well, your side some of, of the them story. make it up. It's not you know it's they they create this this image in their head of these rich guys smoking cigars and there's just all this extra income, and the reality is. Cigars are that good. You want to spend them. Once you, once you realize how good a cigar is, it's a little mini vacation for you every day. Uh, it's regular guys that are smoking them, regular Joes. Speaking of a good cigar, you can't say this ain't a great cigar even out in the rain. Oh, my God. Phenomenal. Mm. This is the Davidoff Clubhouse Edition, what we're trying right now, the Clubhouse Toro, a very limited release that's hitting cigar shelves right now. Only 7,000 boxes of 10 were made, and we're trying it out here. I like it. It's smoky. We were talking about smoky cigars, and we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get to some of them maybe. Uh, I don't know uh, if there's anybody from those companies here, but uh, we'll talk about that in more. 21 cigars offered here at the CANH Golf Tournament. And um, I want to mention right now the um, 21 cigar manufacturers that help make this uh, possible and helping us out as retailers and helping our state and helping our country um, and, and keeping uh, taxes down, hopefully, on premium cigars. Um, and that is uh, Todd, Todd Humes from Villiga Cigars is here with us. Mark Legace from General Cigar is here. Eric Hansen from Hammer and Sickle Cigars and Vodka is here. Uh, John Hart from Drew Estates. He's here with us. Dave Topper from Alec Bradley. Uh, they're here representing John Gazzaro from Oliva. We have Roy Kirby from Perdomo Cigars. He's out here someplace. John Carney, and I saw him earlier uh, from La Flor Dominicana. He's out here on the golf course someplace. Mr. Jonathan. Yes. Oh, the real Mr. Jonathan. Incorrect. Although you have called me just regular Jonathan twice already today. I know. I was just seeing if I I could get you going. We're going to have to have a meeting about this. Brett Bowersox from Fonseca is here. Edgar Dacamangi representing two companies here, E.P. Carrillo and Tatuaje. You got Brad here from San Latano, uh, the new rep from uh, the new New England rep for Ashton, John Murphy. I just met him. Um, Barry Bennett from Estilo Cubano. Johan Zwan just walked by. He's from Davidoff. Mike Ferraro from La Polina, representing La Polina Cigars here. Jeremy Sewers from Don Papine. Jessica Levine from Miami Cigar. I saw her. She got her hand in a little uh, cast thing. She, yeah, she hurt herself. She playing the Karate Kid game with the ice. Uh, I think a screen door banged into her, and she didn't take care of herself or whatever. Sean Poza is here from J.C. Newman Fuente, and we have Don DeCapit because they're doing two different cigars. Right. The Toro Fuente Cigar so and So they J. brought C. Don Newman. out of retirement for one yes, day. Yes, he's here. So step it up, Don. And uh, Rocky Patel <laughs> is represented here also. Um, but we're not sure by who. Right. We're not sure about who <laughs> yet. Uh, so we'll find out that information. All, But I, I have to thank those manufacturers very, very oh much. Oh, my God. As Mr. Jonathan said earlier and alluded to, um, we have asked 21 manufacturers hoping for 18. What did we get? We got 21 out of 21. Every one of them said, yes, we'll do it. Yes, we'll help you guys out. You guys they in New Hampshire. They see the value. Yeah. They see the value in having a state that's tax-free. They see the value in having a state where the retailers are organized. Yeah. It makes you it makes you a better retailer. You do end up talking shop. I, I attended one or two meetings. I wanted to know what it was like. 
uh, you know, when I got promoted and I wanted to go in and just see what was going on there. And it's the tax stuff and then there's some talk and shop and what's hot and what's not. Yeah, at the end of it, after we take care of business and stuff and maybe we have, we have a beer and, and have a cigar with the guys, uh, at the end of it, you just break down a little bit and how do you not say, hey, how's such and such going for you? And yeah. how's going? It's, it's great, great information and great to know. And it's amazing that even though uh, they're your competitor, you guys, believe me, we live the same lives. We have the same cigar that's not selling well for us. Maybe right. Could, you know, for one reason or another. So uh, it's awesome stuff. It's awesome uh, to do it. I got to know these guys. They're all great guys, man. You know, our customers are great. They're into premium cigars. Our competitors are great, too. They're into it. They're, they're mom and pops just like we are, and uh, they're just trying to make a living and uh, try to enjoy themselves at the same time. Try to so. make a dollar out of 50 cents. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, today is June 8th, 2013. It's really June 7th, but um, this is a, uh, a tape show because we're at the Cigar Association of New Hampshire's annual golf tournament on Friday. But today, for uh, those that are listening on the radio live right now, or it's really taped, today is June 8th. So happy birthday uh, to uh, the folks out there celebrating a birthday today, Saturday, June 8th. Do we have... Uh... Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! You've heard of Epic Rap Battle, and now it's time for the Epic Battle for This Day in American Classic History. He's looking at you, kid. Featuring Mr. Jonathan. It's in the hole! It's in the hole! Versus Chuck. Game over, man. Game over. Making mountains move, Morrison. Go ahead. Make my day. Brought to you by... Alec Bradley. American Classic Cigars. Alec Bradley American Classic Cigars are affordably priced and inspired by cigars popular in America in the early part of the 20th century. Mild to medium bodied blends of specially aged Nicaraguan long filler tobaccos. Celebrate today with an Alec Bradley American Classic Cigar. June 8th, happy birthday to everybody celebrating a birthday out there. And uh, it's time for Mr. Jonathan versus Chuck Morrison. Last week, who did we have a winner? Chuck again. Son of a gun. Chuck again is the is, is the winner from last week. So we're going to have Chuck go first. Uh, Kanye we're going to have w- Chuck go first anyways. Okay. Kanye West, rap and R&B artist, producer who won eight Grammy Awards. He's notorious, outspoken Interrupted Taylor Swift in her speech in 2009 on MTV. Is that what he's getting famous for? Um, he uh, often referred to his best friends as the legendary Jay-Z. Uh, what year was he born? 1982. 1982, he says. Uh, Without Kanye going over. Kanye West was born in 1978. He and I share the same birth year. 1978, you say. And you are both wrong. He was born in 1977. You both went over. So that's how it works here. Yeah, hey, I was the closest. You went over and you get nothing for that, and uh, you're less of a person for it. Joan Rivers, <laughs> Mr. Jonathan, Joan Rivers, Oscar red carpet interviewer, along with her daughter, Melissa. We're talking about Joan Rivers, though. Uh, she worked, worked, started off working as a tour guide, writer, and a proofreader, became a famous comedian, uh, many cosmetic surgeries, uh, and uh, with that New York accent, uh, 
TV personality. She, in her plastic face. That's right. So Joan what, Rivers. What year was she born? She was born in, contrary to popular belief, which your information may be wrong on the paper there, she was born in 1934. 1934, he says, without going over 1934. 35. 35, and you'd both be wrong. It's 1933. Oh, wow. So you've been wow. off by one twice. <sighs> that counts for something. In golf, for you'd be on money right now. That's right, but this was not this golf. Was shoes or hand grenades, you'd both be dead. Yeah. Uh, Keenan Ivory Wayans, Chuck Morrison. Sure. Keenan Ivory Wayans, movie actor in Living Color, you know him by. He Love directed a uh, scary movie. Uh, his brother is Marlon Wayans. But we're talking about Keenan Ivory Wayans. What year was he born? 65. 65. He was born in 63. 63, 65, eh, 1958. You're both over again. (laughs) You see how this works, folks. It's because we're not allowed they, to do the, the they, one. You can't go with the year one, but my God almighty. Uh, Mr. Jonathan, I think it's you. Yeah. It is uh, Jerry Stiller, comic actor, Anne-Marie's husband, uh, Ben Stiller's dad. Love that guy. He played George Costanza's father in Seinfeld. for the rest of us. He's the King of Queens guy. Uh, ben Stiller. You I mean, get, Jerry Stiller. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Let's do it. He was born in 34. 40. 34 and 40, you are both wrong. It's 1927. You're both oh, over wow. again. Chuck, we remind me so much of my vacuum cleaner. Oh, my God. We go- suck. Yeah. <laughs> we only have three left, and we have no points right now. I award you nothing, and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> Nancy Sinatra, Chuck Morrison, sure. singer of Something Stupid Like This Contest, and daughter of Frank <laughs> Sinatra. These boots are made for walking. Nancy yeah, Sinatra. Yep. What year was she born? She was born in uh, 37. 37, he says. 34. 34. We have a, a winner. God, we have something. <laughs> 1940. So uh, wow. Chuck Morrison, wow. you, you, you got one. Chuck Morrison This doesn't it. count if you win. We yeah. both should be embarrassed. I agree. Uh, Mr. Jonathan, are you first? I'm first. You're first. Barbara Bush. Today is her birthday. The wife of George Bush, the mother of... George W. Bush, her her husband and her son both became presidents of the United States. Come on, what is her birthday? Her birthday is 1934. 1934. 1900. 1900. 1900 would be more correct. It's 1925. It's two to nothing, and Chuck's going to win this. But, Chuck, last question. Today, Robert F. Kennedy's funeral takes place takes place at St. Patrick's Cathedral in New York City. Robert F. Kennedy, uh, his funeral was today. What year? 67. Uh, 1966. 1968, Chuck gets that too. Son of and a- Chuck wins three to nothing. It is a wipeout. <laughs> <laughs> and this day in American Classic History brought to you by Alec Bradley. American Classic Cigars. Try one if you haven't. They're awesome. They are awesome. So uh, it's time to go to break. Uh, Thank God. Let's go to break. People are checking in right now at Amherst Country Club, and uh, we're going to have the uh, gunshot happening in about eight minutes. So we'll be back for that, so don't be nervous when you hear it. We're live at Amherst Country Club, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Mr. Jonathan, 
A shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com, your one stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm-hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. You're listening to David Garofalo and Mr. Jonathan on the Cigar Authority. And they wanted me to tell you about the Cigar Station. It's the world's first 24-7 radio station, custom programmed for cigar smokers and lovers of the good life. Enjoy cool tunes from familiar artists. Everyone from Van Morrison, Phil Collins, and Dave Matthews to Paul Simon, Sade, and Tony Bennett. And stay informed with Cigar College, Cigar News and Reviews, and Smoke Breaks. Interviews with cigar-loving celebrities and industry personalities. Give us a listen. The Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand pick, hand roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the hallmark molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous. The light, easy and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors, all finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. 
And we're back. We're live from Amherst Country Club in New Hampshire, Amherst, New Hampshire. And this is the CANH Golf Tournament. And this is the Cigar Authority. My name is David Garofalo, Mr. Jonathan Chuck Morrison. And we got a rainy day out here, but we're doing it anyway because we're men. <laughs> Right? <laughs> and uh, we're smoking good cigars, and we're going to have a good time. That's all there is to it. The one good, good thing cigars. about this the This is a rain. great cigar. Sorry. Yeah. I have a... Uh... This is the Davidoff Clubhouse Edition, uh, a limited release, only 7,000 boxes of 10. That's what we're, we're lighting up for the first cigar of the morning. And it is morning here, uh, not our normal time that we do it. We got up early this morning. Oh, my God. My alarm went off right before 5 a.m. Mine went off at 5 a.m. Yeah. Not a fan. Yeah, not a, not a fan. <laughs> As a disc jockey, I've always been a night owl. Yes. Always. I could stay up till 3 o'clock in the morning. I don't want to get up at 3 o'clock <laughs> in the morning. It would almost be better just to stay up and not go to bed. Yeah. Now, uh, if you were not to set an alarm, what time would you wake up? Uh, 7.15. Yeah. Which now, is- it would have been when I was DJing constantly <laughs> and didn't work at the shop. Yeah. It was 10.15. Really? Automatic. Yeah. Yeah, my wife would be like, you getting up early? Yep, 10 o'clock. No kidding. That's early. <laughs> so your life has changed. Oh, major, major way. Major I'll tell way. you, and it's taking a toll on me. I feel like the president right now. I'm getting older, faster. Yeah. It's brutal. Well, anyway, uh, it's all good, and uh, so is the cigar. Do you have it's any, very good. Do you have any to- taste profiles there's a, yet? There's a toasted quality to it and a cinnamon quality. I'm going to go with toasted cinnamon or maybe cinnamon on toast. But it's it's dry it's dry toast. There's no butter. Cinnamon toast crunch cereal or something to that, something to that effect. To that, effect. That, that's not far off, actually. You know what? You know, and the um, I expected the cigar to be a lot lighter than it is. It, being a Davidoff, I expected a light cigar. I said we'll start off with this one. It is not that light. It's, it's got not. Some, it's got some body to it. It I does. Mean, this is this is more than medium. I'd say. I think that Davidoff has a reputation for being a milder cigar and really what it is is well balanced yeah yeah. it's well balanced well-aged tobacco they don't make really mild cigars they're on the mild side sometimes but yeah i think they've been beefing it up lately if you look at the at the wrapper color of davidoff over the years you can see uh they've boosted it up and and using kind of darker tobaccos lately we have a new cigar coming out real soon on it um we're gonna head down to new york and we'll get some interviews on it yeah. as the grand release of the new davidoff nicaraguan that's coming out a all nicaraguan cigar and uh made in the dominican republic under the watchful eye of hanky kellner but this is a very very different cigar and i've tasted it already i was blown away with it and I can equate this to, and you hate to bring up another cigar brand and say it's like this or anything like that, but if you can imagine Padroni and Avasario having a baby with Davidoff, this is what you would end up with. Well, here's the interesting question that I want to ask, and I'm sorry to put you on the spot. Actually, I'm not. I'm happy to put you on the spot. How much do you think that Davidoff and Padron think about each other as they're blending cigars and as they're putting new projects out? I would say um, in, in respect that they, they, they're probably the two premium guys that are out there, the most well-known premium guys, but one, Padron, looked at as the more fuller-body premium cigar, and Davidoff looked at the more milder premium cigar. So now this is interesting. Now you've got the mild premium cigar stepping their toes into the, into the fuller-bodied area. Will Padron look at that and say, you know what? We're coming out with that Connecticut Shade Padron. Here you go. 
Wouldn't that be awesome? How very sportscaster of you. That was yeah. a nice little tie in there. That was nice. <laughs> but um, my back is wet. Yeah. My back is wet. Do you ever see the movie Moving Violations? It's an, it's an old movie. You know it's an old movie because I haven't watched the movie in 20 years. Right. Something new. But Moving Violation was Bill Murray's brother, whatever his name is. Brian Doyle? Brian Doyle. Funny, funny, funny movie. And the lady, I almost said it. And the, and the, lady, <laughs> <laughs> and the lady that was um, in um, Where's the Beef? Oh, the yeah, commercial? Yeah. Clara Pella, Don DeCabot is on fire. Don, come pull up a seat. You're not, you're not even working over there. Come and sit down. Put the headset on. Clara Pella is in the movie, and she's, you know, half blind, and that's why she has to go to driving school. And uh, she has to go to the bathroom, so she ends up in the bathroom, and she sits in a urinal. She thinks it's the, it's the regular toilet. And she's, somebody opens the door, and she looks at them and says, why is my back wet? <laughs> Because your back is against the urinal thing. So that's what I'm feeling right now. My back is wet against All that thing. just to say your back is wet. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> funny movie, though, if you, if you get a chance to watch that. Moving Violation, Bill Murray's brother. What did you say his name was? Brian Doyle Murray. Interesting. How do you know that, though? That's very odd. Just know this stuff. Can't find his way home tonight. <laughs> I do not want to compete against him with the American Classic. No, yeah. you don't. He, yeah, he knows that stuff. He told should. me I should be ashamed of myself off the air because I, I didn't know any of the answers. Yes, yeah, so I think you should, he too. He knew every one. These young guys, they don't, they don't know anything that happened before they were born. It's just amazing. And that you couldn't even figure out sometimes that... You know, obviously that person's got to be about 80 years old, so therefore... They I did figure out they're 80 years old. My issue isn't you, you being able to one, figure that yeah, out. You were just one off. My problem is math. Okay. So when I'm off, I'm off because I just suck at math. Uh, looking in the uh, mailbox uh, this week, uh, I, I got an email from somebody, and I said I, I would probably share it on the air one of these days. What better time than right now? Uh, and this came through the Contact Us uh, page on the CigarAuthority.com. Which we love hearing from people. Love it. Love it. We love the negative. We love the positive. We love if you just have something to say, if you have something to add. And there's lots of positive stuff, and I don't want to bring any of that stuff up because we're going to just pat ourselves on the back and say we're doing a good it's job. It's good every once in a while. Yeah, whatever. I want, I want to hear the negative stuff more than anything, <laughs> and I want you to hear the negative stuff. So um, this guy, Don... Uh, uh, writes to us and says, you know, the $20 cigar is a joke. I just listened to the Debonair Cigar interview. Uh, why don't you stay true? It's like buying a $100 bottle of wine. It's not needed to get a good cigar. Those with more money than cents might buy a cigar, but can tell you um, this guy is full of it. You guys need to stay true to the reality of what is real. You don't need to smoke a $20 bill to get a good profile and taste that is premium. Well, I don't disagree. However, Phil was nice enough to come on the show. We were featuring his cigar in the shop, and it is a phenomenal cigar, and it is worth the $20. I agree. So, so what do you agree with? Well, I agree you don't need to spend $20 to have a good smoking experience. You could certainly smoke uh, American Classic, for example. It's a great cigar. It's a good price point. It's yeah. under $7. Yeah. Phenomenal. But every once in a while, you should treat yourself. Now, American Classic could be your everyday cigar. That's not really going to be your treat. You want to get a treat, you get the $20 cigar. Every once in a while, you get a treat, you get the $100 bottle of wine. Is it $80 better? No. 
but it's better. And, and I thought $100 for a bottle of wine is a bad analogy because you can buy a 5 or $10 bottle of wine, and then you can buy a $20 bottle of wine. And is a $20 bottle of wine much better than a $5 bottle of wine? I would imagine so because I wouldn't drink a $5 bottle of wine, to tell you the truth. I'm not going to smoke a $1 cigar. And you heard some stories from cigar manufacturers about oh $1, $2, $3 cigars. Yeah. You don't want to smoke a cigar under $5. I promise you, you don't want to. I heard some horror stories. Chuck, it's scary. Scary stuff. It's scary. We actually, we we were doing, David and I were going to do a little expose on. Leave people out of this. I'm not mentioning any names, but we were going to do a little expose. Oh, boy. And the horror stories were so bad that we we're just afraid someone might recognize someone's voice. Yeah. Oh I looked into God. I looked into getting software to do the scrambling thing, but it's just too jumbled and Not all of them though, right? No. No. Well, no. you know what? If the price is too good to be true, it probably is. Yeah. There's a reason for it. Why would a cigar be $3? I don't care what the brand name is. It doesn't matter if it says a big name brand on it and they have it. There's a serious problem and I'm not putting it in my mouth ever. Wow. No. Ever. Horror stories of, of fumigation, and I mean two days on of nonstop poison in the room, and then a day off, and then two days on for four months. Because that's how bad because it is. Because the bug holes in the cigar were so ridiculous, and the manufacturer, in this case, trying to save money and make money at the same time, doing what they got to do to have raw materials. And when you're smoking something that cheap, you are poisoning your body. Bad. In some cases. And listen, I'm not even going to get into it. It gets way worse than that. It, it, you know, it's uh, lunchtime out there for some Yeah, people. moving on. <laughs> so, so it's bad out there. But I'll tell you, there is such a thing as a great $20 cigar. We're smoking one now. Yeah. So, you ki- listen, the, the, the um, Don that wrote to us, and I appreciate it, Don, that you wrote there, I asked him if he actually smoked the cigar before, and he didn't. Oh, well, see, come on. Well, so it's, it's not fair. You can't judge it. And, you can't and, do that. And, and I named four or five different $20 cigars that I thought were great, and he never smoked any of them. See? So you, you just can't do it. And you know what? I, listen, you can get a nice hamburger for $5, right? Right, right. You can't get a nice steak for $5. And even though you can get a nice steak for, say, 20 bucks, yep. sometimes you want to go to Morton's. You know, sometimes you want to go to Capitol Grill. Sometimes you want that finer experience in life. Yeah. That's something that Debonair provides, this Absolutely. right here with Davidoff. I mean, it's about celebrating life. And you know what? Always talk it about. Is I think okay. it's a cheap celebration, 20 bucks. Yeah. I agree. For an hour, hour and a half for 20 bucks Listen, for, for the finest of – you can't do the finest of anything else. You're not going to go to the finest golf course in the world for $20. Totally we have some, right. we have right some customers that are – Loaded, and again, leaving names out of it, they take the bands off their Davidoff because they don't want to sit next to a guy smoking a $5 cigar and make them feel bad. Wow. Now, if the reverse were true very and the debonair, guy... Very debonair. Very debonair. If the guy was smoking the $5 cigar, bought a $20 cigar, what is wrong with him leaving the band on and letting someone see him smoke the $20 cigar? Maybe he gets to feel like the rich guy for the two hours that he's smoking his cigar. Yeah. It's an opportunity to be able to do what the real players do where else can you do it? You're not going to rent or Learjet and fly around the world. You could buy a $20 cigar. When we end up saying to you, and we are staying true, Don, we, we try to stay as true as possible. And if there's a cigar not worth $20, we're going to say it. Listen, Onyx isn't worth 8 bucks. It sucks. 
there's there's cigars that tell you there's cigars that aren't worth the small amount of money that they are, and there's cigars that are worth a lot of money that are worth a lot of money. I mentioned Padroni and Avasario earlier. Listen, every time I smoke a Padroni and Avasario, I go, why don't I smoke these all the time? Huh. Absolutely. I mean, every single time is is fantastic. Uh, You're paying for the consistency with something like Padrona Davidoff. It's not yeah. that. Listen, they, they all they the raw materials are all about the same. It doesn't. It's not that it costs the manufacturer that much to grow it and to to start the process. But when you sit on tobacco for six years or three years, in the case of wrapper, and how much they lose as far as yield goes every year, the wrapper drops twenty percent. You lose 20% every year you age it. Yeah. So sitting on a wrapper for three years, they've lost 20% now three times. Good point. And then they make the cigar. Someone's yeah. got to pay yeah. for all that lost wrapper. Yeah. It's the consumer. Now you want to smoke it? Now, I had a lot of manufacturers uh, very uh, curious about the uh, Byron and Atterby, and they say, I have to smoke it, and they look at it, and they go, no, well, no wonder why it's 20 to $40 a yeah. cigar. Mm. Every one of them do that after, after they end up smoking it. Yeah, they want to hate it. They want to hate it. Yeah, they're against it. <laughs> they smoke it, and, and then like, they go, well, all right, I get it. Yeah. I could make something like this if I could get 20 to $40 a cigar. I, I recommend it. If you can possibly pull out a cigar that good, I, I recommend you, you doing it. Maybe make it a limited release. Are you going to sell millions of them? Probably not because not everybody's going to spend that kind of money on a cigar. Is it great? Yes, it is great. I stand behind it. As, as Listen, I'm not a wine guy, so I, I couldn't tell you on the $100 bottle of wine. But if I was going to tell you the $100 bottle of wine isn't worth it, I have to drink it first. Correct. Then I can have, make an argument at that point. Absolutely. And you know us. We blind test cigars on our employees all day, every day. On each other. And, you know, if we get to a cigar that's a very expensive cigar, and there's big brand names out there of expensive cigars, and we smoke them and say, it's okay for 5 $6, what is it? And they'll say, it's brand X, and it's $18. No way. And that stuff is the stuff you're not going to hear us say that is a great cigar for 18 to $20. But when we bring it on and we say it's a good cigar, and it doesn't matter that the advertiser advertises it on it. Doesn't. It certainly does. That's a risk they take. Roy Kirby from Perdomo Cigars here. He's a risk taker. So uh, I actually talked to Nick Perdomo yesterday. Uh, they're talking, believe it or not, this is real inside information. They may be uh, dropping prices on a couple of lines of Perdomo. They did it before with huge success, and they may do it again. Wow. They're thinking about it. They're talking about it. I'll tell you, when you want to talk about a manufacturer with brass balls, it's Nick Perdomo. Yeah. yeah. Everybody in the industry is raising their prices right now. Everybody. Yeah. And he's trying to Cons- work out a way. Considering uh, to lower dropping, it. Dropping. Because uh, you know why? He loves his customers. And they said it couldn't be done and it would be the end of him if he did it. And he said, I don't think so. And listen. He's uh, not an advertiser on the show. I don't even have to like him. I should probably hate him for not advertising. Yeah. <laughs> but I like him. He, and, he, and he's a good guy and he really truly loves his customers. Yeah. When we sit down and talk, he can't say enough about being so thankful that people. He knows, he knows his roots. And he zags. <clears throat> meaning everybody zigs, he zags. This guy came out with thick cigars. Now thick cigars are all the more. You saw the samples that came yeah. in. He's got these little minis coming out. He went the opposite. I go, just do the opposite of what everybody Absolutely. does. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's doing it on he's purpose and he laughed. But 
Yeah, he is. He's a leader. He's a leader, and uh, we'll, we'll see where that goes anyway. All these things gearing up for the trade show. Yeah. Gearing up. It's it's five weeks away. I'm very excited about it. Uh, in weeks to come uh, on the Cigar Authority, we'll talk talk to you and tell you all the, the new stuff that's coming out, uh, what we hear and what's going on. Uh, one of the things that happens at the trade show uh, every year is Cigar Journal comes out with their Cigars of the Year. Everybody <coughs> else comes, comes with them at the beginning of the year, but Cigar Journal actually does it at the trade show. They give the awards. Oh, nice. Uh, but this year, um, they have opened up their website to people to uh, give their opinion before they end up do making a their choice. Voting. Just like we do with our little uh, contenders, right? Very so they have their contenders. Voting on Cigar Journal's trophies for 2013 is open to the public. Uh, nominations have been received by Cigar Journal, and voting is now open at CigarJournal.co, not com, .co. I think that's a European thing. Because they were European Cigar Journal, right? There we go. That's where they're doing it. So www.CigarJournal.co. You go on there, and uh, you'll see the nominations for uh, the best of um, the different categories. They have a lot of different categories. They got the best of Brazilian cigars. You probably wouldn't even know one of them that's on here. The best of Cuban cigars. You have the best Dominican cigars. And uh, on the Dominican cigars, we have Aging Room Quattro, Toro Fuente Anejo, Davidoff Maduro, Dunhill Aged, and the La Flor Dominicana Airbender. Interesting. What an interesting cross-section there. There we go. You have the best. It would be difficult. You'd be hard-pressed to find someone who smokes all of those on the regular. One guy. Yeah. You have the best (laughs) brands of Honduras. And we have Alec Bradley Prinsado, La Polina, Rocky Patel Edge, Taranio um, and CAO for the best of Honduran. The best of Nicaraguan, Cuanca y Blanco, which it says Cuanca y Blanco, but it's really CYB, CYB. now. Um, Oliva Series V Milano, Padron 1926, Perdomo 20th Anniversary, and San Latano. And then we even have a best of the USA. We have the best um, of Brazil, I mentioned. Um, what else do they have here? Um, all repeats. We have best values. We have best uh, value in uh, Dominican Republic and best value in Honduras and best value in Nicaragua. Um, we have best cigar accessory, which is, which is pretty cool. So uh, we're going to try to make it to that. I'll tell you how to do that when um, we're at the trade show. It's right after the trade show is open. You go right over the th- to... Um, to the little room that they have, and the thing starts up, and they give the awards, and it takes a couple hours uh, before you're ready to go to your dinner or whatever's going to go on there. It's tough. You're, you're, Jonathan, Mr. Jonathan, will be, this will be his first IPCPR show. Uh, there's so much to go on, and to try to squeeze what you're going to do, when you're going to do it. I'm thinking, actually, we break up a little bit so we can try to see twice as much I'm in. on some of these things, yeah? So we'll deal with that. I'm too. holding on to the credit card because I don't trust you. You <laughs> buy crazy stuff sometimes. Make we me nervous. You don't even need a credit card. You just go there and you say, yeah, I'll have 100 of those. Yeah, no. Uh, and they just write it down. This is unacceptable. Yeah. And then they tell you that's not an order. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Throw yes. it back at you. <laughs> Which I had happen to me at uh, TAA. My God. Two companies threw the orders back at me. They were both huge. And they threw them back and said, come on, beef these up a little bit. They were looking to make some numbers, and like a jerk, I did. I beat yeah. them up. I made them even more. 
So how crazy is that? <laughs> That's clapping. something that Don would have done. Uh, yeah, this is unacceptable. You're going to have to take that back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, Chuck, we've get, just got a few minutes. Okay, we're going to go to break in a few minutes. Um, when we come back, I want to talk about Father's Day because that's coming up. And uh, we have some of the best um, gifts we could probably give for Father's Day. Uh, what do we want as men? We do not want the tie. We do not want the sweater. We would like cigars. Well, that I'm wearing be... a sweater. I, I do like sweaters. Yeah. I'm a sweater guy. Now. Is your back wet? No. <laughs> is I, your... I slid Why in. Why is my back wet? <laughs> Sitting in the urinal. Can you... Now you know you've got to Google it. You've got to see it. Yeah. It's the funniest. I feel like I've seen that, that uh, clip before. Really? It is so funny. Um, what else do we got coming on? Um, we have Old Fat Freddy. I haven't even heard this yet. I'm oh, looking it's forward to that. Uh, the guys are liking it, huh? They that are. That is getting to be very, very popular. It's hap- happening. Everyone here. in the store makes me play it for them after I cut it. We had the folks from, from Recluse last week, and they listened to the um, social media segment. They loved it, yep. and we're going to keep with that. Cigar Aficionado has their new cigar magazine coming out. Uh, any day now, it's going to hit shelves. We're going to tell you what the highest rated stuff is that's coming out on that. We got a lot more information. So so we're live here at the Amherst Country Club in uh, Amherst, New Hampshire. This is the Cigar Association of New Hampshire's second annual golf tournament. And this is here to raise money for the Cigar Association of New Hampshire. It takes that money and hires lobbyists and um, uses it to combat against legislation against smoking. And we're not just talking about taxes. We're sm- talking about no smoking laws on, say, outdoors, in the beach, in your own house. At the pool. Don to cap it. Right. And uh, all kinds of different wacky stuff that happens. And if you think you can just sit back and these things as crazy as they are don't happen. They're coming after your Snickers bar next. That's right. Yeah. Wait till right. you hear what Starbucks has in store for you. Right. In so, Hong Kong. And, you know, if you're somebody that, and I, and I know we have listeners, believe it or not, that don't even smoke cigars and listen to the show. If you don't think that this affects you, it does. Because after they come after the cigars... They're coming after you. That's the way it happens. It is. So what, whatever you like is what they're going to come after, too. So There's going to be a fat tax. There's going to be a skinny tax. There's going to be a you wore leather shoe tax. <laughs> yeah. Everything you like, everything you do is in jeopardy if you let them come after cigars. All right. So we're going to break. When we come back, news from the asylum, strange but true events, promotions, and lots more, including Gentleman Chuck Morrison and a peek at social media, too. So we're live at Amherst Country Club in Amherst, New Hampshire. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And when you're smoking your Davidoff Clubhouse, please remember to keep the lit end out of your mouth. It doesn't belong there. It doesn't. This is David Garofalo of Two Guys Smoke Shop, and we're proud to say Two Guys is the largest family-owned cigar retailer in America. I've been there many times before, Dave, and it's true. It is stogie heaven. Two Guys has three locations, all conveniently located off Exit 1 and all right over the Taxachusetts border in New Hampshire. Take Route 93 to Salem, Route 95 to Seabrook, or Route 3 to Nashua, because for cigars, every highway leads to Two Guys Smoke Shop. Two Guys Rock. There's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border. Coincidentally, huh? It's no accident, and just one of the reasons Two Guys is the largest cigar retailer in America. Two Guys Rock. Two Guys 
Another reason could be our cigar selection. Again, the biggest and best, I'm proud to say. Make the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free Salem, Nashua, or Seabrook, New Hampshire. Or find them on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. It's Stogie Heaven. You like Robusto, I'll take a Toro. You like Oscuro, I'll take Maduro. You like Perfecto, I'll take Torpedo. Sit back, relax, it's Two Guys time. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. All right, listen up. If you've been feeling stuck in life, unmotivated, procrastinating, and just flat-out frustrated with the same old results and routines, consider this your wake-up call. The fact of the matter is you control your destiny, not your boss, your company, the government, or anyone else outside of yourself. With responsibility comes power. My name is Chuck Morrison, owner and founder of MakingMountainsMove.com. Since 2009, I've been helping ordinary people from around the globe achieve extraordinary results. Authors, app developers, business owners, speakers, trainers, coaches, all just ordinary people until they plugged into the Triple M movement. Now it's your turn. This is about unleashing your legacy. If you've ever had that calling, that burning desire to raise your game and start living life at a higher level, the wait is finally over. End the frustration. Crush the procrastination. Say goodbye to fear, doubt, and worry forever. Check out the fastest growing movement inside the personal development industry. Check out Making Mountains Move. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action. Adventure. And bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. 
This is the Cigar Authority. You're either in or you're out, right now. The simple fact is, it's no laughing matter. The authority on everything cigar. It's like fishing with dynamite. In and out of the cigar industry. Are you smoking yet? This is probably the best thing that's ever happened to us. With your hosts, David Garofalo. I promise I'll do better at this job than I did on the SATs. Mr. Jonathan. I'm ready. I'm walking tall. I've been earning and burning, snapping necks, cashing checks. And Chuck Morrison. Now he's used to big groups, so make him feel like there's a crowd here. It's time to light him up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Well, if you learned anything today, it won't be the truth. And we are back live from Amherst Country Club in Amherst, New Hampshire. This is the CANH, Cigar Association of New Hampshire's second annual golf tournament yes. to raise money so we can uh, have money for lobbyists and fight legislation against people that are against premium cigars. So that's what we're here for. It is pouring out. Uh, we have we a, are the FOBO. We are freezing our balls off. <laughs> we have a it's cold hun- here. We have 144 golfers out there in the rain. Um, we're going to have Troopers. a big. Yep, we're going to have a big spread out there. They're all going to get 21 cigars at every hole. They get cigars at the check-in, at the putting green, all these different places. They're getting uh, a different cigar at every, every hole. We here at the first hole, which uh, was Diamond Crown and. Uh, Don DeCap is here passing out the cigars as people went in. And uh, we as gentlemen brought our own cigar with us because we didn't know for sure if um, somebody was going to hand us the cigar or not because we're not golfing. So we did bring a cigar with us, which is the Davidoff Master the. Uh, Master's Edition Clubhouse Toro, a new limited release coming out from Davidoff. It's just hitting the shelves now. This is a $21 cigar. <coughs> it just got colder. Yeah, it did. Yeah. And Man, um, the rain's kicking up. This, uh, believe it or not, uh, we didn't bring a second cigar with us. We thought for sure. We assumed. I have cigars in the car. I could blind taste you guys, you know, after the next break or whatever, yeah. I guess. But. But uh, we, we, there's still plenty of the cigar left anyway, but I, I assume there would be somebody around to say, hey, let me uh, give you this cigar for the next hour. What did we talk yeah. about last week, yeah, David? never assume. Should have brought it, but he did. Jonathan brought, uh, Mr. Jonathan brought um, some extra cigars with him in the car. Uh, I brought the three cigars I have, four cigars I, I brought with us, three cigars. But uh, nobody else was um, actually smart enough to hand us a cigar. Would have been very smart. Would have been very smart. Strategic, you might say. Yes. Uh, one of the reps, the other Jonathan, did yeah. uh, offer to supply the cigars for the show, but I didn't get back to him because I wasn't trying to play favorites. So, oh. But he did offer. and then Should have just grabbed them. I should have. But anyway. All right. You are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only syndicated radio show in New England, the U.S., and yes, the world. That is always broadcast on location this week at the CANH Golf Tournament at the Amherst Country Club. Uh, we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist you smoke along with us. And you can catch us on any one of the seven syndicated radio stations currently picking us up on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Or you can always tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. You simply find us on iTunes where you can set it and forget it. And let's not forget about the Cigar Station replaying our show twice on Sundays from 11 to 1 and 11 to 1, which I did find out. Um, Jim Morrison is going on vacation. Jim Robinson. Robinson, I'm sorry. Yeah, Jim Morrison. Yeah. Uh, Jim Robinson is going on vacation. Jim Morrison won't be down for breakfast. He won't be. No. And uh, <laughs> so for two weeks, our show will not play twice on Sundays. He had to 
set it and forget it himself, and he can't edit the show and what? get it set up. So How about putting it the best of? Um, you know what? Maybe I'll email him that. I didn't think of that. All You're right. always thinking. Thinking. There's always an answer. Always the answer is closing. Not, the answer is not no. Always true. yes. You know that. And uh, this is typically where we'd light up our cigar, and uh, the cigar um, lighter we've been using today, which is perfect for a golf course, perfect on a sunny, beautiful day, <laughs> Neither of which we have. Well, you know a what? It's actually not, a... it's not bad on a rainy day because this thing throws a mean fire and you can warm your hand up. It's like, it's good. Go. There we go. I wonder what the temperature is today. What is the temperature right now? Four degrees? Because I can see my breath. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is the Vertigo Injector. Uh, Vertigo makes a great lighter, and this is a uh, four burner with a giant tank in it, bullet cutter at the bottom, uh, rubberized on the side. This is a bright red in case we dropped it in the, in the green grass. Uh, twenty seven ninety nine. Yeah, what a steal! <laughs> All day. We expected to be on hole number one, which is where we were going to set up, but we are at the uh, at the start of the uh, where they get the golf carts underneath the tent. So at least we have that. Uh, usually, there's a lot of people standing around us as the show went on, like it did last year. Uh, we have none of that. We're by ourselves. Crickets. Yeah. Well, we also we only did uh, recording for, for an hour yeah. last year. That's right. That's we right. didn't do the full show. Oh, really? And then we walked around and we interviewed everybody. Oh, yeah. But that's Which... not happening in the rain. I'm not taking my recorder no? or my laptop out in the rain. You can take the recorder. In the rain. In a, in a golf cart with a cover on it and bring the person in and let them say... I'm actually not sure that I'm going to be going around in a golf cart today. All right. I may just go inside and have a Bloody Mary and then do nothing until every, it's over. Bloody Mary. I might take a nap. Really? <laughs> I was up at 5 o'clock this morning. This is ridiculous. Uh, <clears throat> little update on what's happening on the Cigar Authority on our downloads for podcasts and stuff. We have just broken the 80,000 mark. Wow. 80,000 downloads. People are listening to this crap. It's unbelievable. 80,000 downloads. You can't call it crap, though. We need to subliminally let them know that this is awesome. They yeah. should be, you should be listening. And on our uh, the Cigar Authority friend. Facebook, we, we need to work this, the Cigar Authority Facebook, though. We have 1,500. Between, and we haven't worked it at all. Between the two of us and all the stuff that we do and all the pages we manage and all the just stuff that happens, we're actually doing okay across the board. No one thing is yeah. rocking. Yeah, but it's it's hard to do three stores, a mail order company, a, a uh, Facebook page per store. Yeah, one for the whole company, the Everything. Cigar Authority. I have a personal Facebook page. I'm on the for board the of directors business. of IPCPR, the You're TAA. On the, yeah. um, I sit on the uh, advisory board for Davidoff. Chuck makes mountains move That's every it. single day. <laughs> we got a lot going on, folks, and and here we are in the rain doing a radio show. So. Holy God. Drinking cold coffee and being able to see our breaths and not feel our hands. Absolutely. So uh, in a time like this when we're feeling tired, we're feeling old, what better to go to at that point than our old friend, Old Fart Freddy, in the aging room? What do you think about that? It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes aging makes a great cigar even better, just like aging room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our aging room is Old Fart Freddy. Nowadays, men are ordering their coffees with 32 sugars and 27 creams. That's not coffee at all. It's sweetened coffee-flavored cream, and they should trade their suits in for skirts. 
In my day, we liked our coffee like we like our women, hot, dark, and bitter, because we were men. Yeah. Nowadays, paying a woman in the saloon for sexual favors is against the law and is generally looked down upon. <laughs> in my day, you would never pay a woman for sexual favors. You would pay her to leave after the fact so that you could get some rest. The sex was always free. Hey, it takes a lot of energy to be a real man, and you need your rest. Nowadays, men do their own laundry, cook, and are proud to be called Mr. Mom while they look after the kids. In my day, this type of grueling labor had a very special name, woman's work, and was reserved for a very special breed of human, women. (laughs) Men belong in the kitchen like rattlesnakes belong in your underpants. We were black coffee drinking, prostitute evacuating, rattlesnake charming men. Sometimes aging makes a great cigar even better, just like aging room cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco, Try Aging Room Cigars from Boutique Blends. Some things are better aged, some are not. True story. I once thought I had a rattlesnake in my underpants. Let's just say it wasn't a snake. (laughs) (laughs) Old Fart Freddy in the Aging Room. Aging Room Cigars are getting all the rage right now. Oh, they certainly are. And I I know you talked to Raphael this week. I did. They have a new Aging Room coming out, or what's going on? It's coming out. They're going to... as soon as they hit the uh, factory thing or done whatever they're doing, they're going to send us some stuff so that we can release it on our show. Beautiful, nice. beautiful. This is for the, the IPCPR yes. trade show. So the, we, we the look big, forward to smoking that in the next it, couple It months. just rolls off my tongue of um, the trade show. Those that don't know, once a year, um, there's a worldwide trade show for premium cigars. It's called the International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailer Show. It is in mid-July this year in Las Vegas, and Mr. Jonathan will be joining me down there, and we're going to go uh, check out all the new stuff, and we'll have lots of information when we come back from that. But typically, we have our ear to the ground, and we get information pre IPCPR trade show, that information is starting to trickle in. Yeah. So uh, we'll gather that information, and in the next few weeks you'll be hearing uh, new stuff to expect out there. For the cigar geeks out there looking to be the first one in their neighborhood to try something new or learn something new about what uh, the manufacturers are coming out with, we're going to try to provide that information for you. It just doesn't feel like work. I'm not looking forward to it. I've been wondering why I'm not looking forward to it. It's because it doesn't seem like work. We're going to Las Vegas we're walking around smoking samples, talking you, to you people. You think you're tired now. It's exhausting. I can't wait to come home so I can go to sleep because it doesn't stop. I mean, you're talking about 8 o'clock cigar dinner breakfasts. Listen. You got 12 o'clock midnight. You're in a cigar lounge you're talking smoking about- the next real hard-to-get thing. After you've already smoked 50 cigars that day, you've got to try this. I can't even taste it. I predict. Yep. It will be a walk in the park for me because it's going to be 20 hours less than what I do now. See, I don't I'm know. taking two of my jobs completely off to You're, go to this thing. You know what? You're in better physical condition than I am for sure. And the walking that goes on, the amount of miles you put on. Las Vegas is a giant city. Things look like it's really close and it's very far. The trade show floor itself, you will be walking from... 10 a.m. till 5 o'clock, nonstop, around, around, around. It just keeps going and going and going. And then back to your room, which you're in the hotel where it is. So it's not going to be that far, right? Wrong. It's miles and miles away. You get back into your room. You pull off your shoes. Oh, my God, I'm exhausted. I throw myself in the bed. I just lean back. Ten minutes later, i got to jump up, get back and jump in the shower because i got to put a tuxedo on and go to the next uh, big yeah. event. Do I have to buy a tux for this thing? 
you gotta you gotta talk to Johan. He's the Davidoff guy. I'm certainly gonna bring a tux. I do every year, and I dress up in the in the monkey suit because that's what you do. Because you're a man. Yeah, I'm feeling like I'm gonna wear my white suit and just wear a black tie. Dave, we've been doing the show now for three years. Yep. And every time you come back from the ICPPR, <laughs> man, not even close. You are white. <laughs> yeah. you I were mean, I am so white far though. away from those letters. Yeah. Chuck. <laughs> oh, what, uh, I, what is it? IPC. Oh. <laughs> IPC. C. CR. CR. The International PR. Premium Cigar PR. and Pipe PR. Pipe yeah. Retail. Pipe Retail. You know what? It used, to, it used to be RTDA, Retail Tobacco Dealers Association. Okay. They didn't like the idea of dealers. Because it sounded like drug dealer type of thing. Yeah. It was around uh, for hundreds of years, but it's funny how, how how words end up changing as years go on. We opened Two Guys Smoke Shop 28 years ago, and a smoke shop was a place where you would buy your cigars. And now people look at smoke shops as the place where they get uh, glass pipes and drug paraphernalia. And Bombs. cigar shops are the yeah. place where you get cigars. Um, unfortunately, I opened 28 years ago, and that's what it was called, cigar, um, smoke shops. And I haven't changed the name yet, but believe, believe me, every year I consider doing it. And I say, should we change the name to Two Guys Cigar Shop? Because people come in all the time looking for par- oh, paraphernalia. Every day? Yeah. yeah. So, we don't have a fun word like bong. In the cigar world, like that's a fun word. Yeah, bong. <laughs> okay, just say it. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, it's bong, bong, bong. Yeah, oh, that's a good a, time. It's a good time right there. And Pot I, and smokers I suppo- know how to name their tools. I mean, they may be lazy. They may be good for nothing type of people, and just sit back and always. I be don't know. I don't know if you can. Group everybody together like that and say all, all. Well, except for the ones that have cancer and there's a reason why they're smoking, and I'm sure they're not lazy, but every pot smoker that I know, they're kind of lazy. Yeah. It, it certainly doesn't motivate you to get up in there and, no, move, you know, like, and, and move mountains, Chuck <laughs> no, Morrison, right? No. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to smoke this bong You don't mention here. that on any of your, your telecasts and stuff? And yeah, we, we, we try to stay away from the stoners, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, not, that's not our demographic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, burnout is another cool word. Yeah? This guy's a burnout. burnout. Uh, Cigar Aficionado has their August edition ready to hit the shelves any day now. Um, in the next issue, um, we have uh, some of the brands that are representing here that are getting the highest ratings. One, for instance, and you don't see much of um, Nick Perdomo's stuff rated in Cigar Aficionado. Get the heck out of here. Perdomo got a rating. He, he usually gets no rating. They, they wouldn't dare rate him and rate him uh, low because the cigars are great, so they wouldn't do that, so they usually leave him out. Wow. This is a guy that hasn't advertised in Cigar Aficionado in probably 15 years or something like that. That's uh, just coincidental, right? Yeah, it's a coincidence. Yeah, it's just coincidental probably, but um, you know what? If, if it's so great, you just can't not say it, you right. know? You look like you're not even uh, in the industry if you don't know. There's a Perdomo 20th anniversary sun grown out there. The cigar is... How many uh, other companies are completely vertically integrated like he is? Not many. From growing... He makes his own hinges Cellophane, for the boxes. hinges, everything. He does it all, grows his own stuff, and, and all the way from seed to finish to distribution in the U.S. to everything. And this is a one-man operation, uh, Nick Perdomo, his wife, his son, his daughter. Uh, they have great people, no, no doubt, that, that work with them. But, um, you know, it's they, a family did, business. they did it. I watched them start. I mean, it was starting in the garage. 
You know, it's wonderful to see that. It's, it, it's exciting and wonderful when I see that. And here it is, finally getting a t- some more attention in Cigar Aficionado. Well-deserved, uh, if, if I don't say so myself. Um, Perdomo's 20th anniversary, Sun Grown. We'll get a 92 in the next Cigar Aficionado. Great this, cigar. This is the 7x56. Awesome cigar, box-pressed. Fantastic. La Fleur Dominicana Oro, the Chisel Oro. Yeah. Uh, that's going to get a 92 also. The Cane F, which we smoked, the Cane F... Um, five and three quarters by fifty. That is going to get a ninety-two. Also, um, here's a cigar we don't carry um, because I couldn't pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the truth comes out. Uh, it is Benavatora. Buenaventura. Benavatora. Um, this is the people that do um, Cuvari. Cuvari. Yeah. Then that, that Cuvari cigars. Phenomenal. Yeah, but um, they uh, ten count box. This is Benavatora. Uh, BV560. Buena Ventura. Buena Ventura. Like Buenos Aires. So I'm, I'm dying to try it. I want, I want to try it. It's, uh, it's getting a 92 also. We'll have to hit up Edgar. That's his line. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So uh, we look for that issue, and Jeff Bridges is on the cover. So uh, What are the other two? Got, are there two more at the top there? Yeah, yeah. You got La Polina Classic, and you got Herrera Esteli. Oh. Um, we have uh, online poker in this issue also, which you may want to catch up to. I understand Mr. Jonathan played a little uh, poker last night. And he really? Says, well, what, I I did was, what I did was I handed $20 over to the guys. Eric, who was doing the check-in here and is now going around selling raffle tickets, uh, his family comes up for this tournament now two years in a row, ah. and he asked me, listen, do you mind if we hit the Longhorn behind the shop and then come back after hours and smoke cigars and drink a couple beers and play some poker. And I said, absolutely. And on Thursday nights, my wife works late, so I usually go grab a steak behind the shop anyways. Yeah. So I finished my steak, and I'm like, you know, I'll go see what's going on over there, make sure everything is okay. You didn't have dinner with him? No. You were at a different I was, table? He leaves at 6, I leave at 8 on oh, Thursdays. Okay. So I've never let someone be in the shop before. I mean, he's got a key, he opens the store, but I've never let someone in after hours, so I wasn't sure... What's going on in there? So <clears throat> just wanted to check it out. And they invite me to play poker. And I've played before, but I'm... They I'm, invited you to take... To take yeah, they, I'm like, <laughs> you, guys, you guys don't want me to play. I'm terrible. And they all at the same time... They weren't oh, being good guys. dilated. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, more money. Oh, uh, would you like to join us? We'd love to have you play with us. Yeah, just put your wallet right here. So at, at one point, Eric is sitting next to me, and I'm betting. And he goes, just let me look at your card. <laughs> And I show him, and he goes, he folds, and he throws the cards in because I'm just betting. Like, I just thought that's what you were supposed to do. Apparently, the strategy to poker. Yeah. Yes, bit. there is big strategy. I know there, there is to blackjack, but uh, what about, uh, like, how, what is the strategy to poker? What's the oh, rhyme or reason? It, you're a good chess player. You can be a great poker player because it's a chess game. It's moving a couple of moves ahead. But you don't know what the cards are going to be. How oh, you, you know because you can read the read them, and you you read the player. And if he looks like his eyes open up, you look at how you know. If you, if you look at and watch it on TV and stuff, you'll see that nobody looks at their cards until it's their turn, and because they're spending that time looking at the other person looking at his cards. Mm. Don't waste your time looking at your cards. You'll, when your turn comes, you'll look. Did but, you used to play? Yeah, you did. Yeah. So this is like you're uh, talking as an expert, sort of. Speak. I don't know about expert. I was all a, I, I know is that I was a good poker player. The last tournament he entered, he won, and his name was brought up more than once last night. Yeah, he's kind of a legend in the poker. Nah, so Dave, do you you do not you don't look at your cards? I don't look at my cards till it's my turn. Wow, because I'm too busy. You're paying attention. I'm to like, watching you look at your cards. Do you wear shades? No, you don't wear shades. I'll no. tell you this: 
the best story that I've ever heard about poker is David playing. Yeah. He never looked at his cards once and said, I'm all in. Yeah. Come on. Come on. I'm just saying. There's is a, that a true story? Yeah, there's a long story to that. I, I won a big tournament. I mean, there must have been 600 people. And uh, wow. somebody really pissed me off and uh, in the cigar business. Yeah. And uh, I said, okay, that's it. I'm all in. I don't want to play anymore. Yeah, I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> oh. And looked at the guy, and he, uh, you know, was... Called you? Yeah, he had to because uh, in every, he knew the, the people that were there. the Richard contest yeah, is yeah, what it was. <laughs> but I won, uh, I won a big tournament in, La- in Atlantic City. I won a big tournament in um, Connecticut at Foxwoods. Um, and I started my own poker website years ago called CigarPokerRoom.com. And it was an online poker site awesome. out of Costa Rica. And I owned it. And it started up. And it started catching on. And uh, I looked at it as a, being a big, big business someday. Yeah. And um, what happened is the legislation came down and made it illegal for a while for to do it. I shut it down immediately. I couldn't take any chances. I had lots to lose of what I have already created on the cigar industry. Yeah. So I backed off. And when it opened up again, I go, you know what? I'm not going to be part of this because uh, it's a little, I don't want to get into the whole story of wow. it, but it, it's a, there's a whole thing to it. Yeah, so. probably the most interesting segment we've ever done on the show, but just shut yeah, it off right, instantly. Right. I know, Everyone's like... hanging on the edge of their seat right now. Well, what, what happens <laughs> is you have um, all the casinos that are out there. They're not allowed to have online websites because in the gaming thing of having uh, casinos, they're not allowed to go online. So those people are fighting against the people that, uh, you know, the little guy like me that opens my little online casino. Okay. <clears throat> they want me out. So now I'm, I'm fighting against Trump and, uh, you know, all the bigger guys. And you know what? You, you can't kick those guys in the, in the, in the butt. Threefold, yeah. as they say. <laughs> yeah, you've got to know who you're, you're playing up against. And uh, you throw your cards in and you say, uh, you know what? I'm going to save this for... Uh, uh, competing against maybe people in the cigar business as opposed to, uh, uh, you know, um, Caesar's Palace. Or yeah, sure. You know. yeah. <laughs> so the long, th- the long and short of it is I'm a terrible poker player. I'll teach you. I'll I, teach you. Apparently fun. there is strategy to poker. And, you know, uh, I, I, uh, we've had poker tournaments at the store before, uh, fundraisers and things like that, and I try not to, to get in them because I don't want to piss my uh, customers off and beat them. Right. Because I can't lay down. You can't just lose. No. You know too much. No, I don't. No, I, you, I play to win. So, you know, geez, you know, let your customer win or whatever. I can't do it. I didn't do it. When my daughter was little and we would play uh, shoots and ladders <laughs> and stuff. I'd, I'd beat her and my wife would be like, You're an why animal. do you do that? Just let her, let her win the game and be happy. And I go, no. And then one day she beats me yeah. and she was on top of the world. She earned it, man. Yeah. That's so she the really best thing it. my dad ever did for me in chess. He whooped me for six years. When you really beat me, you beat me. And and that's it. Now it's over. You won't even play me anymore. So, but I haven't, uh, you know, I'm not on top of my game. It, it's like anything else. It's like golf. Yeah. You, you become a great golfer for practicing, practicing, practicing. That's what happens with poker. You have to play all the time, all the time, and you get really good at it. Um, and it's a different game than uh, any other casino game because you're actually playing against the other players as opposed to bl- playing against the casino. When you play games against the casino, you see how beautiful those casinos are? Yeah. That's not by accident because everybody loses. Right. You may beat them once. You may win a game. You may have a good day. But if you play all the time, you lose big time. 
that you, you, you know, it's just the opposite. The more you practice in casinos, the more you're going to lose. Right. When you're playing a poker game or something and the casino is pulling some money out of the thing, you can win. You can win a lot of money. You can do good. And those poker players, you play against pros, and I, and I have played against pros at a table. Holy God. I'm no pro. They're pros, and there's no doubt about it. They can have the worst hand, and they're going to beat you. You're going to think that they got the best hand. And it, it, it's almost... Um, a lying type of thing that uh, every time you think they're doing good, they're really doing bad. Every time they're doing bad, you think they're doing good. And then so you sometimes say, they mix it up. Well, because you say, okay, this guy's a pro. I'm going to go the opposite way I feel with him. And they still beat you, <laughs> you know, because they know that, that you're thinking that way too. So it's just amazing uh, how that whole thing works. Last question for the most interesting segment on the Cigar Authority. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Is, now, you're talking about human interaction. What about when you're playing online, though? I mean, does that change your strategy? Because now you can't really you can't make reads on people. No, that's a lot, t- lot tougher. It becomes different at that point. And usually, um, you know, raises and things like that, you can push people out. You know, you, that you, you soft play, which is mean, you know, just put a small amount or a small little raise. And then I got somebody that has a, a good hand, obviously, and he's hitting me back, and then I hit him back big, not just a double up his thing, really big, and then you watch the guy fold. And you don't know what he ended up having, unfortunately, but he didn't know what you ended up having either. So uh, huh. it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a different game at that point. I, I Listen, I'm not very good at the online part of it because I'm missing that. Yeah, uh, there's no pulse. Yeah, I'm missing what that is. But I did study it well because before I bought a poker website, man, I studied and studied. And there's free poker sites that you can play for free. The thing is, it doesn't work at all that way because if people aren't really risking their money, they play differently. You, you, when you practice on that and then you go on the real table, you're in for a hurting. You know, so you really got to go on there and play. And it's different when you're playing at a small little table for a small amount of money. You're in a little tournament and it's small money. And then you go onto a bigger table. It's altogether different. So, huh. uh, you know, somebody that uh, plays in bigger tables and you come along as a, as a small player, it's going to eat you alive because you're going to think everybody plays that way. It's a whole different thing. Interesting, so. man. It is. It's a very interesting game. I'm intrigued by it. I'm intrigued by the players and how they react. And uh, I don't win them all by any means at all. Uh, but I'm intrigued when somebody ends up beating me and, and how they play. And I watch them. Even when I'm off the table, I, I've been eliminated. I usually stick around and watch the rest of the game anyway because I'm looking at how that person plays in case I get bumped into him again. You know, geez, that guy got me. And, uh, wow, he was good, you know. It's very, 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 very interesting. Um, and uh, when, when poker got popular, man, uh, people learned a lot. There's books out there. There's, it's not a game of chance. It's, it's, uh, it just it, seemed like a game of chance yeah, last night. I know. That, that, that's because you don't know what, what you're doing. And at it was all. for you. It was yeah, for you. At all. And, it, and it was impossible for you to win. If it they was. knew what they were doing, it was impossible for you to win. It doesn't matter what card you have. <laughs> you can't win. All right. And they looked at you as a, as a juicy steak walking through that so door. So you're going to have to show me so next year I can go in and take their money. Yeah, I don't know, but you pull that off in a year. They, they, they might be doing it their whole life. I've been playing since I was a kid. You know, and when poker got popular, it was like, oh, okay, P- poker got popular. If Beautiful. it's like chess, it's, it, it's like riding a bike for me. Chess, I, I could not play for 10 years and come back and just still womp on someone. Yeah, I, I hadn't played a game in, in a few years, and I just went to a tournament. It was a fundraiser tournament, and everybody was there for fun, and I won because I know how to play. Yeah. Um, if there was a lot of pros that were there and, uh, you know, they would have ate me alive because I, I'm, I'm off my game, I guess. So, uh 
it's a fun thing anyway. So we got time for this. Uh, Let's do it, baby. It's time for the social media segment brought to you by Recluse Cigar. A cigar that was built on social media. All Recluse Cigars go through eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you balanced flavor. Try a Recluse Cigar today. We learned about those eight fermentation cycles oh my goodness, uh, we last week after three days of being with those guys. Remarkable. And their new cigar that's coming out. I had a few of those left over, and I smoked them, and I learned to like it, even though it was a fuller-bodied cigar. I can see what's happening with that cigar, so I'm looking forward to that. So uh, you would think I'd have it right in front of me here. I do. Okay. So this is the social media segment, which is uh, some tweets and things that I I saw over the course of the week, uh, and I picked the kind of nicest ones that I thought were the nicest. So here we go. I wish it I could I wish I could afford the fashion and taste I have. Nice. Obviously somebody that doesn't uh, have a lot of money but likes good stuff. Probably the worst thing about being a penguin is after you are in an argument, you try to waddle away angrily, but you still look adorably cute. <laughs> My week isn't complete without at least three mental breakdowns. Do you ever just want to punch yourself in the face like someone liking someone too much? I don't get it. I don't get it. Do you ever just want to punch yourself in the face for liking someone too much? Obviously a girl that has a crush on a guy that's beaten on her, Oh, right? yeah. Or something like that. <laughs> and the number one uh, tweet I saw this week. I don't even procrastinate anymore. I just don't do it. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> so that's it. That is the social media segment this week brought to you by Recluse Cigar, the cigar that was built on social media. All Recluse Cigars go through eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years for guaranteed balance and flavor. Try a Recluse Cigar. And that's it. That's what we have for social media. And uh, we're still smoking this Davidoff. This is the Davidoff Limited Edition 2013 Master Edition called the Clubhouse Toro. It's a perfect cigar for the golf course. It has a uh, on the box. A I can't believe you can still be talking right now because our entire audience is comprised of hot women right now. Two <laughs> girls just walked under the tent with us. Yeah. And you're busy talking about some stupid cigar. I know. I'm, I'm getting a little uh, jittery now. I get a little... Uh, when I'm, does this happen? We were happened. by ourselves for the last hour. It's good. It's Welcome, good ladies. And they're both smoking cigars. Smoking cigars. You want to bring them on? You want to come on the radio? Why not? Yeah, grab, <laughs> grab, a a he- grab a headset right there. <laughs> well, do you want to go to break first, Dave? Okay, we'll go to, break, go to and break. break and we'll bring on two lovely ladies when we come back. When we come back, we have gentleman Chuck Morrison telling us how to be more debonair. News from the asylum and lots more. We're live from the CANH golf course at Amherst Country Club in Amherst, New Hampshire. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? You think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are... Oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up, but oh 
Yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. In 1962, the U.S. signed the embargo, pronouncing all Cuban products illegal and un-American. For almost 50 years, the U.S. was without a comparable substitute. In 2011, the Cigar Agency releases Ortsak Bulletproof 1962, a Dominican handmade cigar designed to go head-to-head against Castro and his infamous cigars. Today, the Cigar Agency commissioned Hendrik Kellner's A-Team to bring you Ortsak Bulletproof. In the cigar world, the forbidden fruit is Castro's Cuban cigars. The fact is, the moment you light your first Cuban cigar is the moment you've been had. If you're looking for a cigar that delivers construction draw and price, maybe this time you should try an Ortsak Bulletproof. With the introduction of Ortsak, everything Castro is now backwards. Ortsak is Castro spelled backwards. Ortsak is what you expect a good Cuban cigar to taste like. Only better. It is the cigar of the year. The new Ortsak Bulletproof 1962. Reigniting passion in the world of premium cigars and redefining who we are as cigar smokers and Americans. Castro hates Ortsak, but you will love them. Hi, this is Jonathan. Jonathan, this is Losers Anonymous. Please, don't give out your full name. It's anonymous. What seems to be the problem? I just can't stop buying trashy cigars on the internet. I keep getting these offers for this crap, and I just can't stop buying it. My humidor is filled with this junk, and I can't even smoke it. That's insane. Why do you keep doing the same thing over and over and expect something different? It's the pictures. They look so good, but the cigars are always terrible. I guess they are seconds for a reason, huh? I guess so, Jonathan, but just stop the insanity. I can't. I just can't pass up a deal. It's no deal if the cigars are bad, is it? You're right, but... But nothing. You may not be a loser, Jonathan. You might just be stupid, but I have an option for you. It's cartel. Hey, I might be a loser. I may even be stupid, but I'm a law-abiding, cigar-smoking citizen. I'm not getting into anything that's illegal. No, cartel isn't Cuban or anything illegal in any way. Cartel is an affordable cigar brand. It's something that competes with those closeout brands, but it's no closeout. It's a very affordable brand, Jonathan, out of Colombia, and it's a great everyday cigar for very little money. Don't be stupid. Smoke cartel. Cartel cigars are handmade cigars out of Colombia for a little over a buck a stick. Don't be stupid. Don't be Jonathan. Smoke cartel. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as, Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. 
Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. We're here asking people from all around the world what they think about Equilibrium cigars. Let's hear from cigar smokers on the golf course in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, what they think of the new Equilibrium cigars. Mm-hmm. How about outside this biker bar in Sturgis, South Dakota, what they think of the new well-balanced Equilibrium cigars. Mm-hmm. Next, let's see what race car drivers in Indianapolis, Indiana, think of the new well-balanced and medium-bodied taste of Equilibrium brand cigars. Mm-hmm. Now, how about this mime troupe from New York City, New York? How about what a famous cigar-smoking movie star thinks of the new medium-bodied, tasty, and well-balanced Equilibrium cigars? Smoke it once, and you'll be back. Mmm. How about this monster over here? What does he think of the new medium-bodied, tasty, and well-balanced Equilibrium cigars? Mmm. You're incorrigible. Equilibrium cigars, a new, well-balanced, medium-bodied cigar that everyone can enjoy. Johnny Cash. And we're back live at the Amherst Country Club. It's pouring out, but we're still doing the Cigar Association of New Hampshire's second annual golf tournament. And uh, we need to sell raffle tickets here. And we have the lovely Shannon here with us. Hi, Hi Shannon. Hi. The, the boys are having a hard time selling raffle tickets out there today, so they're bringing in the top talent. The, the best talent we can find out here, and uh, we certainly have it right here. Shannon, you're smoking a cigar. Are you in the cigar business? Uh, I'm involved in it a lot. Yeah? <laughs> what do you do? Uh, all sorts of stuff. Yeah? Sometimes I help work. Sometimes I do slave work. Sometimes I do this kind of stuff. I'm all over the you place. You work for Castro's Back Room? Yeah. Three locations? Yes. Where are they? Uh, Concord, Manchester, and Nashua. Okay. And you just, whatever they tell you to do, you say, uh, I'll do. Pretty much. Okay. Are you sure you're not the general manager? Because that sounds a lot like my job. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm the general slave. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <right>. yeah. <laughs> they're, they're one of the same. Yeah. <laughs> it is. So you really smoke cigars on a regular basis? Or? Well, she walked in smoking one I, in, in the rain. This is not ideal conditions. I'm guessing she's a real cigar smoker. <laughs> uh, not a little girly type cigar. I mean, a big ring gauge. It's a My first cigar was a Diamond Crown Maximus. Really? Yes. Wow. My husband was impressed. He was like, wow. And I was like, you're damn right. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we do it. You like it? All in. I do. Yeah. Good. Yes. Good. And you know your stuff a little? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. Diamond Crown Maximus. I mean, it's not, uh, you know, a Macanudo or a little uh, flavored cigar. cigar. You're right. You know, I used to love Black and Milds and he was like, you got to stop smoking that crap. And I was like, all right, fine. Give me a real cigar. So I tried one. Oh. I was like, this is pretty decent. Yeah. I can do this. Beautiful. I smoke cigars all day, every day. I drive around up and down doing research through Massachusetts and New Hampshire, so I have a couple cigars in the car. You'd be amazed how many people are like yeah. looking at me as they're driving Absolutely. By. <laughs> so that's your regular job? Yeah. Researcher? Yeah. Researching what? Um, background investigations for people. Really? So you're uh, like a private eye. Private eye? I wish it was that. You, you, it sounds so much more glamorous when you put it that way. So, yes, I am a private eye. Nice. <laughs> yeah, like it's a lot of computer stuff with now. a telephoto lens and oh gosh, capture that'd be so making much out fun. with each other. No, essentially, I just go from court to court and I look up people's informant names and see, do you have any records? If so, I report it back. But Okay. Uh, are you seeing if they're 
supposed to be working and they're not working? Or? Well, kind of like if you apply for a job somewhere and they're like, we're going to do a background investigation on you and see what have you and have you not done, admit it all to us now or we'll find out. Yeah. I'm the one that goes to find out. Uh, do you work for a certain company that has you do it? For other people, for other companies? Yes. So they hire your company or the company you work for? Yes. To, and, uh, and our company does Massachusetts, New Hampshire, most of New England in general. So. And you have to go where you have to go, but even finding the person themselves, you go on their Facebook account and see if they're... No, um, I don't know about that portion. There's a lot more involved in it. I just know my small little area. I used to do the data entry, and now I do this portion of it. So. Yeah, it, it sounds glamorous to me. I, I like it. it sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not too shabby. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I got and, asked to two parties yesterday by different court clerks, or I was like, uh, yeah, you guys are a little bit far to drive, but thanks. Yeah, that's <laughs> I'm awesome. I'm moving up. I'm cool kid now. So what's your favorite cigar? Uh, well, I don't want to offend anybody by admitting it, but... No my one's f- listening. All I'm right, safe. well, my favorite poker night cigar is the Padron Anniversario. Yes. Ah, uh, I love that cigar. Um, I have been on a, a... poker player. She's a poker player. Yes, I can kick some ass. Yeah, we go. <laughs> oh, I can't. I lost my $20 last night in a matter of 10 minutes. <laughs> I, um, the boys taught me, and I used, I was, I sucked at it in the beginning, but then I got good, and they didn't want to play with me anymore. We were so. just, we were just talking about that a little while ago, and it's a skillful type thing. Yeah. I mean, you know, you read the player, and, uh, I found out that you cannot go all in just because both of the cards in your hand are red and there's more red cards in the front. I was like, I have five reds. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> and they're like, that, that actually counts for nothing and we're taking your money. <laughs> and next time you want to play, I'm sure she'll be love to have you in her game, yeah, right? Yeah, she can take my money. <laughs> there you go. I mean, I, I'd probably have to get my cheat sheet again so I remember. Get through a few rounds and be like, oh, yeah, now I know what I'm doing and you're going down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's good. So uh, you're going to sell raffle tickets out there. As I say, the, the boys were going around the golf carts. It's, it's rainy and crappy out there, but they're out there for sure golfing. And they can't get people to buy, uh, they can't get people to buy the, um, the raffle tickets. But um, you have a, uh, a way about you that you're going to be able to. Uh, oh, yeah. They're going to be buying tickets. I already told the boys from Castro's last night. I said, clear out your bank accounts because this is happening. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> Tell anybody in your group that doesn't know we're coming. See, and she's pretty, but she has this edgy toughness about her. You just don't want to mess with her. I can't even win the raffle, and I want to buy raffle tickets. I'm, I'm that nervous right now. Oh, you can't win. I can't no, win. No, that would be awful if, uh, if we ended up winning them. <laughs> it would the look kind of rigged, yeah. wouldn't it? <laughs> But, uh, yeah, well, get out there, sell some tickets, and uh, let's uh, make some money for the Cigar Association in New Hampshire. Definitely. Because we certainly uh, need, need the, uh, the, uh, the money because uh, we have the legislation looking to shut us down. And, As usual. Yeah, it doesn't stop. It doesn't that stop. Bastards. No, that's a great organization. Yeah. I'm so glad that it exists. Yes, and uh, do some investigation on these, um, these people trying to put us out of business <laughs> and see if we can uh, put them out of business. Find some dirt on right. them. <laughs> you want to leave us alone, guys, really. <laughs> do, do you find any horror stories out there? Of, uh, fortunately, I don't have to see that. I just get the docket information, and I pass it along oh, to the next right. guy to look at it. I try not to look at any of it because really? there is some sad stuff you see go through oh. there, and you're like, I didn't need to know this. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Wow. Okay. Thank you for joining well, thanks, us. Guys. All Thank right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. You Bye. too. So that's... Uh, uh, Shannon, and uh, she's with Castro's Back Room, one of the, the many um, cigar companies that are with the Cigar Association in New Hampshire. And, um, you know, here's a, a pretty girl that uh, smokes a couple cigars a day. It's awesome. So, uh, she's going to outlive non-smokers by an average of four years.
That's right. There you go. Yeah. There we go. So, uh, Chuck Morrison, are you ready? Let's do it, baby. While you're enjoying life to the fullest, it's important to be a gentleman. There's pretty girls around, and you you need to be a gentleman. It's going to make you step up in, in uh, um, compared to the other guy, that's for sure. And how to be debonair is Mr. Chuck Morrison. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pump up the volume. You need a gentleman? Gentleman's Way brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never ever be subtracted from one's life. Gentlemen, today we're at a golf course, yes. and uh, I figured I'd talk to you a little bit about golf, court, golf course etiquette. Nice. So right. I am an amateur at best, and I've learned these kind of the hard way through trial and error. All right. Um, you do not want to talk while someone is about to take their golf shot. Well, I, you know, I learned that the hard way, too. You do not yell four no. as the guy is swinging. That's, that's right. That's bad form. It's bad form. It's ungentlemanly, and... Uh, Funny. It's funny. People but it's don't bad like it. form. They People don't, don't like it. it. Uh, number two is there is a uh, there, there's a specific path for golf carts, even though there may not be a pathway. For example, you just can't not drive along on the fairways. I got yelled at, literally yelled at, saying, "What are you doing?" I said, "I'm just. There's no path to follow. Get off the fairway." Apparently, you should be on the side. So when you're in the golf cart driving to your golf ball, don't just drive all over the center of the course. Straight to the ball. Don't drive straight to the ball. They get very annoyed, very upset. Make sure you stay to the side. Again, there's no signals. There's no signs. There's no path. You've got to know it. I didn't know that. What's the etiquette on drifting your golf cart? Drifting the golf cart. Well, it's rainy today. It's going to be a little slick. If I get a golf cart... I am going to try to do donuts in the wet grass. No, that's not gentlemanly like at all. And it ruins their golf course. And when somebody ends up hitting a ball into that hole that you created, that's you bad. made a tougher game for them. All right. When on the green and you're going to be putting to sink the ball into the cup and you're with a, another golfer, do not, do not walk over their path between the ball and the cup. I stepped over where the, you would think the ball would go in a line to the, to the cup and, uh, again, got yelled, not yelled at, but frowned upon, not being a gentleman. You want to just literally walk around the ball. Even if you, like, hop over the imaginary line where that ball may traject from the point of stroke to the cup. No, 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 no. Apparently it's some kind of superstition or something I got again. Well, you know, I've seen Tiger Woods do this. I've always wondered, and now you've answered the question, why he walks the outside of the green to get to his ball. It's clearly not the, the path, the straightest line. Right. He walks around, and that's the reason, the superstition or... Actually, you could create, especially in damp weather like this, a footprint yes. and ruin someone's chance of getting it in the cup. The last thing I've noticed, and this is just a gentleman way here, the more crazy the outfit, the more welcomed you are. Really? I've noticed that. It's the folks that are on the golf course with these crazy hats, crazy colors. As you see, I went with the Happy Gilmore today. I the, love it. The Bruins shirt with the... Uh, with the dungarees yeah. and a uh, hockey stick. I learned the hard way. Dungarees are frowned upon on the golf course. You are supposed to wear pants or slacks. This is true. You are not supposed to wear jeans, so you've kind of uh, got a little faux pas there. I did the, but happy, he's doing Gilmore. the happy Gilmore. Doing works. the happy Gilmore. I don't works. know. I don't know if you can say that to a golf course if you're playing. Now you may not. And get Eric hassled. from Castro's went with the. Um, I bet he has slacks on underneath. He was very well dressed last year. I bet he has slacks on underneath. He's a real his, golfer anyway. Um, 
He knows. Uh, what is that? The Gordon's, Gordon's Fisherman. Fisherman. Gordon's Fisherman <laughs> from head to toe. Last point on <laughs> last point on golf attire, and this is important. No, actually, this is this is being very serious right now. As a gentleman, college shirts are a must. A lot of golf courses will not allow you to step foot on their golf course unless you have a college shirt. I was with golfing with a friend who was wearing a T-shirt, a nice T-shirt. They wouldn't let him golf. He had to go back. He actually had to go to the pro shop. Is there such a, a thing shirt. as a nice T-shirt? A T-shirt's a T-shirt. I, I agree. I mean, it had a pocket. You know, it wasn't like <laughs> Bud Light. You know what I mean? It had a V-neck. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Upper right. end. Upper end. You know. I had to buy an not entire Not the wife outfit. beater, right? No wife no, beater. No, no, not a wife beater. It wasn't like Bud Light or, <laughs> yeah. you know, get I've, him. Uh, I've been kicked out of t- two golf courses. And I've been asked to purchase an entire outfit because I was wearing jeans and a T-shirt. So I had to buy a college shirt and a pair of uh, yeah. khaki shorts yeah. in order to play. And uh, I, got, I still got kicked out of that course because we started playing uh, golf tag. <laughs> and that's when you try to hit the foursome in front of you with the ball. They were my friends, yeah. but it's still get, frowned yep. upon. Hey, yep. it costs a lot of money to play golf course. And if you go to a private golf course, um, they'll throw you out forever. Mm-hmm. You know, that's it. You're gone. And so um, I think gentleman thing is a big thing. Gentleman, it's a gentleman's sport. It absolutely it, is. Yeah. And, and it, it, gentleman it demands only. a lot of respect. And, and again, there, there's really like an unwritten rule of etiquette. Again, you don't want to talk when people are shooting. You don't want to walk across. These are, these are serious points that I did not know Yeah. because I'm not a golfer. Um, and I, I kind of learned again the hard way. But I want to share this with our audience. You're probably like, duh, Chuck. But I'll tell you, hey, gentlemen, it's always about... Not being a know-it-all, being a learn-it-all, always striving to be better. Just like you when you were talking about your poker experience, Dave. I mean, you, were, you would get knocked off the table, but you wouldn't leave. You would stay there to surround yourself with great people that are They're obviously doing it better right. than me. To, to, why? Why did you do that? To oh, better yourself. Absolutely. So, hey, Gentleman's Way brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Are you debonair enough? Yes, I am. Yes, you are? No, you got, I'm not. Yeah. But I'm getting there. Yes. No donuts, no crazy stuff. Yeah. You know, you know, you think it impresses people and say, wow, he's cool. No. They think just the opposite. Get him out of here. You know, See, get, when you get, said donuts, I was thinking about the Dunkin' Donuts promotion that's going on today. Free donuts? Free donuts today. I was so psyched. No big deal. I can afford a donut and stuff, but I, I ordered my little breakfast sandwich, and I got my coffee, and the lady said, would you like a free donut? I said, yes. Yeah. Yes, I would. You never have to ask me that question again. The well, is this, yes. this was through the speaker. She didn't actually see me till I pulled up, and then she said, "Of course." Did you yeah, tip her? Yes, of course. Really? Of course. At the drive-through, and I'm not a big drive-through person, but she gave me a free donut. She didn't give it to you. Dunkin' Donuts gave you the free donut. Well, she handed it to me, and uh, you were appreciative. I, I got to imagine. I wonder if their tips were higher today than they ever were. Oh, and I would say yes, they are. A thousand percent higher. I'll tell you a little story of uh, a little test that was done um, in a restaurant that they gave the, uh, the waiter and the little mint at the end to give to uh, on the thing. And here's, here's the bill and here's a couple of mints. Yep. And he knows what his tips are. That's how it always is. Then they said, you know what? You're going to do it different. You're going to hand them the thing, and then you're going to take from your own pocket or a little, little thing you have, and you put a mint at their seat and say, here, I have a mint for you. And then they watched what the tips ended up being, and the tips went up. Then they said, okay, ah. you're going to actually do that, and then you're going to say, and for you, I have two. And they gave the guy that's paying the bill, and for you, I have an extra one. And watched his tips, and it went up dramatically. I believe it. Isn't that interesting? Same amount of mints that are used, but just right. applied differently. Applied differently. So, uh, and, and for you, I have two. And you give them a little, little extra. So for a waiter out there... You know what? Buy yourself a handful. If the restaurant isn't providing it, 
give a little candy or something yourself yeah. of it because at the end of the day, you're going to probably make yourself $300 on that $3 investment, you know? So uh, See what you learn in the Cigar Authority. Yeah, we, some ridiculous stuff. But Poker. It, it, it's, rec- it's reciprocity. Givers get. Yeah. So you give a little something and you get more in, in, in between. Uh, maybe that's what's happening on the golf course with the girls selling raffle tickets right now. And for you, have other we have well. two. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you. I have two. Oh. So uh, it, it's cold out there, but the, the shirt went, the, the zipper went down a little bit to show a little uh, cleavage or whatever. And uh, Sex sells, man. There we go. So and, and she knows it. She knows it. <laughs> and she said, I'll take care of Let's this. Let's just say I'll I'd, handle it I'd all. pay her to leave. Yeah. <laughs> Freddy's. Yeah, Freddy's. I got you. I got you. Yeah, you got to go back into the, yeah. into the Freddy story. <laughs> Our apologies in advance to Shannon, who's probably listening to the replay of this uh, show. Mr. Jonathan has no class. He is not a gentleman. He's working on it, though. I am so working on you, it. You'll see an improvement next year. So uh, We hope. Are you ready for uh, a peek into the asylum? I'm ready. Okay. To take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll Everybody's asking, what is this song? What is this song? Yeah. Napoleon Bonaparte, an old, old, uh, an old song from the it's 60s. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news and stories, too insane to be true, but they are. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, Take No Prisoners, truly flavorful medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 6x80, that's right, that's Asylum. And they are selling like crazy. Get three minutes. Six to by eighty. Go ahead. All right. So uh, you cannot stop the law, not even with a bullet to the chest. Ivan Marciano, an off-duty NYPD cop, was sitting in his car with his girlfriend when he sees a crime in progress, and he jumps out of the car and instructs his girlfriend to call nine one one. The moment he identifies himself as a police officer, one of the criminals immediately turned and fired a round straight into his chest. Yeah. The thugs escape in a white Mustang. Uh, with a third accomplice leaving Marciano for dead. It's always a white vehicle. His girlfriend helps him into the back of the car and makes a beeline for the nearest hospital when she stops at a red light, and to their surprise, they see it, a recently crashed white Mustang containing three men who unknowingly just drew the winningest ticket in the most screwed sweepstakes. Yeah. Climbing out of the car and clamping his chest, he walks up to the car and draws his gun. Upon seeing the officer they had just blown away, the guy pulls his gun out and, like the Terminator, takes a bullet to the head. That Marciano shoots him dead, and he says, I'm not arresting you anymore. Uh, the other two men, realizing they're up against something really bad, they decide to uh, make a run for it, and Marciano tries to give chase and is overcome by the, his bleedingness. Uh, bleedingness. He, st- <laughs> he stops Technical for a quick term, chat folks. with Technical. the crew of an ambulance, climbs in the back, and uh, while recovering, he was promoted to detective for his heroism and all-around awesomeness. There we go. And that, my friend, is insanity. Yeah. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the insane 6x80. That's insane. That's Asylum. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. 
we're selling those six by eighties, the ogres, ridiculous, those big cigars, man. I'd say the hottest cigar in the market right now is Asylum, the hottest cigar wow. going. If uh, some retailers out there listening, you're not carrying Asylum, you're missing the boat right now. I would have never thought myself. I look at it too and well, say it's not going to happen. I didn't get on early. And uh, it's the hottest thing going. The the least loyal cigar smoker is the guy that smokes the six by sixty or better. He will jump around from cigar to cigar because there formerly wasn't a whole lot to choose from. You had three or four. This is the it. one that seems to be sticking though. And it, now there's a ton of them, and that six by eighty draws people over. They look at it. They may try one out of curiosity, and they the cigar is so good. But even their six by sixty, their phenomenal ogre, which the is ogre, which is the barber pulled. Uh, Maduro and Candela. Never would have thought it would have happened. I said, that's a one and done thing. Yeah, that's we it's crazy looking. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's insane. Uh, it, it is crazy. Uh, time has flown, huh? We're out here, though. It's chilly. Oh, it's Amherst Country Club, the, the Cigar Association, New Hampshire. One cigar. We talked about hey, a cigar isn't worth $20. We brought that up. Well, this is the Davidoff Massive Edition Clubhouse Edition. I got 45 minutes left of this thing. Two hours. Two hours. Two hours cigar. Is it worth ten dollars an hour for something like this? The answer is yes. All day. The answer is yes, and that would be correct. Um, I thought we'd have time to talk about Father's Day. Next week is Father's Day. Uh, we're having the show on Saturday live for, um, for, at Two Guys Smoke Shop. And with us will be Bobby Newman and his son, Dawson Newman. Dawson is 18 years old. This will be his first event he does. We'll get him on the radio show. We'll talk to him, talk him about his life in the cigar business because he grew up his whole life in the cigar business. But his cigar business life is just beginning. Yes. So we're going to see this young man, and we're going to watch him turn into a mogul. I promise you he was brought up right, and he's a gentleman. They all, they all are. He, the Newman family, is they're stand-up guys. So we will be prepare for the big Father's Day weekend event. Uh, get Dad cigars for Father's Day. If he's a cigar smoker and you don't like it, believe me, get him what he likes, not what you like. That's what it's all about. So um, we're going to have uh, him... Uh, in there, and we'll talk about um, the, the best ideas for Father's Day and what um, Dad wants. Not just cigars, but we got lots of good choices for him uh, for that. So thanks, any, every, everybody that had uh, something to do with today's event here at Amherst Country Club, the Cigar Association of America. Thanks you. The Cigar Association of New Hampshire. Thanks you. If you don't have an organization yet in your state, you need to do it. Please contact me. I'll help you out. Contact the IPCPR. They'll help you out. Um, for Sean in the studio, Chuck Morrison by our side, Mr. Jonathan, I'm David Garofalo. Thank you all so much for joining us uh, this week. We'll catch you next week with the Father's Day edition. Uh, you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Keep the lid out of your mouth. Hi, Chuck Morrison here for Desperado Cigars. You know, the economy is down. You hear it all the time. But what can you do about it? Well, not much if you ask me. But you can save a little scratch on your cigars if you're that desperate. Now, I'm no desperate man, but I can still enjoy a Desperado cigar. In this economy, you can still find a cigar that you can cut, light, and enjoy without breaking the bank. Desperado cigars are imported from the fine Dominican Republic and priced for just about a dollar a smoke. Shoot, you can't beat that with a stick. They'll keep the bugs away and your old lady, too. Desperado cigars. They taste fine and smoke well. Desperado cigars. Lowest priced national brand in the land. I'm Chuck Morrison for Desperado Cigars. Don't forget to turn off the lights. We're trying to save some money around here. You hear?
this is Pat Whitley. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, Stogie. 